Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Right, the same I mean, way that they are for even his most ardent supporters could not spin this or twist okay, like this into. Okay, I was going to say right. I was going to say Troy Aikman, but he went 0 and 11 his first year, and then going 7 and 8 in 1990 with still bad stats. Was Better like, numbers are still bad. I mean, he had two more touchdowns in the same intercept. Nine touchdowns, 18 picks year one, 11 and 18 year two. 11. Also, again, feels like ancient history, man. No, I know. That's so long ago. 11 and 10 year three, and then he started to take off year four. How many 20-plus uh, touchdown seasons do you think Aikman had? Two. One. One. Different era, but still one. He's not a stats guy. He's got three rings. That's why he's in the Hall of Fame. Open shut case. Anthony in Oakland's on the fan. Hello, Anthony. Thank you. Let's, let's clear. What I see about Rudolph right now is he stands in the pocket. He, when you look at he, the, at the effort, it reminds me of Stafford with, with the deep ball. And, he, and when you watch the look, the last time I saw the the full Raven team, not the one we're going to see tomorrow, the Rams up. Akua and me and Robinson, I mean, where they lit the Ravens at home with a full arsenal down there. They went to overtime. You're right. They played two close, they played three close games at home this year, and one of them was against the Rams in the last month. And LA could have easily won that game. Sims putting down Seattle, you know, excuse me, Seattle beat Baltimore, Cleveland, and Philadelphia at home. They didn't beat Baltimore. They didn't beat Baltimore. They got killed by Baltimore. But you're right about um, did so people. The they did. Oh, that's right. They did beat Baltimore. Baltimore lot. Uh, they got destroyed at home by Baltimore. I'm, I'm missing. There was another team, uh, a prominent team. They beat at home. Can't remember which one it was. But they they're not they're not a, a bunch of stiffs. No, it's an average team. It's not a great team. Man, the Stafford comparison, even as someone that is allowing himself to enjoy what Mason Rudolph has done in these two games, I can't get to a point where I look, where I close my eyes and I think he looks like a borderline Hall of Fame Matt Stafford's, But Matt Stafford's I, got the be, one of the best pure arms we've ever seen. I can't completely knock. Well, uh, the, style, the style and what he's doing is similar to a lot of guys like Matt Stafford. He stands in, is willing to take a hit, and is willing to deliver the ball. He's got, I think, in these two games, he's got the highest passer rating in the NFL. Yeah, Rudolph. if you took it over the course of an entire year, it would be right. number one. So maybe I shouldn't blanch at that. Now, you, it's like, you know, a guy gets called up from the minor leagues in baseball and goes three for four both days. Like, how long is it going to last? But as far as what he's done this year, 
he has played the quarterback position at an elite level. You know what's? Do you know what? It's just his sustainability that is well, in question. Well, here's here's what I'm not saying. It makes me feel like it's more sustainable, but he's not doing anything tricky. He's not doing anything gimmicky. They're not running. You can't use the excuse that he has been plugged into Kyle Shanahan's offense, or he's even got Zach Taylor. That's a good point. Running Chris. his offense. That's a good point. He's playing the quarterback position the classic traditional right. way. Well, that's that's really what I meant. I was using the offensive scheme as like a, a sidebar, but he's standing in the pocket, making throws on time. If I were a team, you know how we always say that these guys fizzle out after two or three games because teams find things to exploit in their yep. game? Yep. Here's the way I think a team beats Mason Rudolph the way he's playing right now. Pressure him. Sack him. The way, Which is the way you talk about beating all the great quarterbacks of all time. How do you beat Tom Brady? You're not going to confuse him. You're going to have to just get pressure on and him. And Baltimore leads the league in sacks, so if they play their big guns in the front seven, that could be a way to disrupt him and make him look mortal uh, tomorrow afternoon. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he is – it's not like, oh, Josh Dobbs goes in, he's playing for Kevin O'Connell, he's one of the best offensive minds in the league. It's not Brock Purdy or plug-and-play 49ers quarterbacks. I agree with that point. We ripped everything else about the Steelers' offense before this guy took over. The petulance of their wide receivers, their lackadaisical ways, their allergy to playing hard all the time, uh, running backs, Najee Harris being too inconsistent, offensive line not being able to block worth a damn, all these things we've talked about. Mm -hmm. And we've taken one thing out, and we've put in something, we've put in something, we've removed one variable. That's how a science experiment goes. Right. So if you're... There is a if scientific method if here. If your hypothesis was quarterback play is the problem, you have tried to, you insert the last quarterback you have available and all the other problems got fixed, scientifically speaking, you would have found the problem and also potentially found the solution. Uh, 412-928-9370. Kabali's going to join us in 10 minutes from Baltimore. Uh, one quick thing, though, because I don't want to just go the entire show today without at least mentioning this. Very real possibility, if you read what Dulac wrote this week, that this is Cam Hayward's last game. If the Steelers don't make the playoffs, Dulac wrote that Hayward is going to have to take a gigantic cap hit. Uh, he's got a big cap hit. He's going to have to take a huge pay cut. Huge pay cut, excuse me, yes. $16 million, 22.4 against the cap. He'd have to accept a lot less money for one more year. If you're Hayward, do you want to do that? Did you hear Cam, though? I mean, I think Cam kind of telegraphed how he's feeling. He didn't, get the, I, he didn't give the I feel great speech when he talked earlier this week. He said, it has been a hard year physically for me. Yeah, here he is on that. Cam, have you given any thoughts on uh, what happens beyond this season? No. When will, you, will that be something you visit whenever the season ends? Or Just whenever the season ends. What will be your criteria in terms of making any sort of decision? Uh, you know, first thing I get my body feeling a lot better because this has been a rough season. That doesn't sound like a guy who's – now it's in the moment. He's, in, he's feeling as bad as he's probably felt all year other than being actually injured. Um, that doesn't sound like a guy gung-ho. That sounds like a guy weighing – you know, putting it on the old scales here. Going to be 35 years old. That's exactly where Aaron Smith broke down in his Steelers Hall of Fame career. Brett Kiesel, 
36. How much? He came th- back, though, for an extra it's year. More just how much more does Cam want to put into it? I mean, the guy's got a very full life outside of football. He's made a lot of money inside of football. He's gotten to play with his little brother for a couple of years to kind of check that family box, right? You know, he's got a podcast that I think he he clearly wants to be a guy. I mean, you saw him at the Super Bowl. Yep. He's, he obviously has designs on being in media, and he's got the the brains and the personality to do it. I think they'd overpay him to come back next year. I don't, I like don't in a reduced role, I don't, though, or I, ask no, him to play full-time No, still? I think they'd ask him to play full-time. I don't, I don't entirely agree with I – don't, I don't think I agree with what Jerry wrote. I think he'd have to take a pay cut. I think he's exaggerating how much it would take. Because I still think that ultimately the owner – not that he would afford Cam Hayward an opportunity like he's Ben Roethlisberger. He's not. But instead of $16 million, let's say they make him, they pay him 10 mm-hmm. or 11 So he takes a pay cut, but it's, it's, it's not like he's putting his body on the line for peanuts in NFL parlance. Let me pose like, a question to you about him. And I just think as an, I think they value him as a leader – as somebody that sets the agenda for the team, what he does for the Steelers in the community. Like there. I do think those things get factored in when a when sure. a big decision like this gets made. He's one of the most popular Steelers of this century. There's no question. And unlike when some of these other guys they moved on from yeah. in their past their primes, that type of personality in their locker room is in short supply. Well, so I think, I think they, they, think they put he a sets bigger that tone more than Watt does or anybody else does in that sense. Yeah, Minka's probably from a um, Minka's you know. more the extension of Tomlin, like I'm all business. But but I but I think but Minka has shown that he's gonna you know be a vocal leader too, and I think that's Hayward's. Let me ask you something then about this domain. For yeah. our, he's never he hasn't you know gone to a Super Bowl and played in one. Let's say for argument's sake, Cam they win a playoff game and at least get to the divisional round this year. To make it more likely that he's gone because they scratched that playoff itch and actually won no, a game again? Or do you think he'd back. feel like, wait a minute, we might actually be close? Yes. We might actually have it cooking here. I think that. And I think, not. I don't know this for sure, I know he lives here year-round and loves it here, and obviously his dad's roots in the area too, and his brother's on the team. That's another thing to think about. But if like they max out at like a 4 or $5 million offer, I think he'd look around and, and, and see what else was out there. Like, okay, you're going to... The problem is the most logical fits for him would be places that are division rivals as far as proximity to Pittsburgh. Unless, I thought about that, too. That's un- a good point. Unless, though, you know who he might want to go play for who's just a f- short four hours away? The kneecap biters. They could use a guy like that, man. Yes, they could. You think Dan Campbell probably loves Cam Hayward? You think privately Cam Hayward probably loves a guy like Dan Campbell? I think a lot of guys, if if Tomlin wins these votes for coach that everybody wants to play for, but I think Dan Campbell is going to quickly skyrocket or usurp that spot from Mike because I think there's so much respect for the number of ex-players that they have on that staff. I think these guys respect people that played played the game game and did it before them. Aaron Glenn, uh, even though their defense has struggled mightily, he just won like some sort of player poll about a guy they wanted to play for. That's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah. So we'll see what Kabali says about this. 412-928-9370. Get his take on the quarterback situation. And if he thinks the Ravens uh, are going to fall to the Steelers again, the Steelers have had a ton of success in Baltimore lately. I think Mark's already there. He strike you as a crab cake guy. He does. Really? My answer is an unequivocal no. What do you think he's... 
what's the other thing that they're famous for? Pit beef there or whatever? There's like a pit beef sandwich that they do in Baltimore that's Donnie, very unique to the city. Your sister lived in Maryland. Do they do beef down there? She Big? currently lives in Maryland. Okay. Isn't there a pit beef thing that they do? Like they, I've seen it on like Guy Fieri or whatever on Triple D. I mean, I'll take your word for that. I haven't gotten treated. What do you to think of the fact? What there? do you think of the fact that Pony immediately goes to you for a food question? Well, he has family there. That's why I brought it up. I do have family there, so I'll give him the the out on the that one. Of the doubt and I also that. would think that when he goes down there, his sister takes him to all the hot spots. And no, she says, "Here's your uh, here's your niece." Do you want to hang out with her? And Donnie goes, yes. Yeah, it's normally more of that. She's a slippery little one. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Time to go out to the fan hotline is presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing, heating, and air conditioning provider for over 50 years. Our Steelers insider from The Athletic, Mark Cabali. Mark, you already in Baltimore? No, no, no. That's a tomorrow morning trip. Just Cook left his show the... at noon today. Yeah, Cook just peaced out at noon to get down there. Took a half day. Yeah, I, think, I think that's a post-gazette thing. They like to leave like 36 hours early. I'd much rather stay tomorrow after the game, take your time writing a story, uh, stay over in maybe Frederick, Maryland. So uh, that's the plan. I just got my car, my rental car from Billy by my house, and he gave me like a Suburban, so it's like a tank. I'm not quite sure if I'm going to be able to handle that sucker, but uh, if there's some snow, the Athletic will be there because I'm just going to plow my way through with some kind of huge Suburban. Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking that visual like, now. I feel like this doesn't necessarily work out the way you think it will. Mark, if if weather is a factor tomorrow, and it sounds like it will be, do you think that that favors the Steelers or Ravens and why? Uh, I don't think it matters either way. Both of them have played in it. I actually asked Mason the other day if he ever played in this type of weather, you know, being a guy from South Carolina. and I'm not quite sure how much it snows in Oklahoma City. He said that he's played in it before, and he basically, you know, just brushed it off like it was no big deal. So he must have more. Is he going to wear gloves? With that, I I didn't ask him at the time, 
I doubt if he did. If you recall, Roethlisberger only would wear gloves, not because of the cold, but because of the wind, he would be able to grip it a little bit better. I'm not quite sure if that's how Mason views it as well, but uh, I don't know if there's going to be a ton of wind or anything to that effect. I mean, I think everything favors the Steelers in this game, and that's probably what should worry you. I mean, if they lose this game, man, the city's going to turn right back against Mike Tomlin, fire and trade him, right? Because this this would be probably one of the ultimate worst losses of his uh, 17-year Would it be worse than the games they lost at home to the Patriots and Cardinals? This one's bad because they made the turnaround. Baltimore's not not starting any of their key players. All you basically have to do is win – and if you go down there and lay an egg, you know what the narrative is. Tomlin doesn't have him ready for the big games. So, uh, well, that'll I mean, be all a correct this... narrative, right? I mean, if that happens, you're not going to yeah. push back on that, will you, Mark? No, I'm not going to say, no, I'm going to say, yeah, that's that's true, but I'm not going to say fire him or trade him or anything to that sort. What I'm saying is that talk of trading, firing Tomlin has pretty much died down. It'll be in full force Monday if they lose. And I will be leading that charge. Yes, Chris, go ahead. <laughs> but we know how quickly things can change with you from mediocre Mason to magnificent Mason. Yes. I mean, you are a fickle You're a fickle mistress in this yeah, business. Well, you know, I was listening earlier, and I, it went from 65 degrees to snowy because he doesn't know how to all right, I can't the, really uh, make a, app. All right, I <laughs> can't make a joke about that, though, because I was saying that the Bills would be hampered by that 9 o'clock at night sun in Miami. So neither of us can talk on this front, Mark. Um, <laughs> how? Okay, so... We had Lewis Riddick on, and he said that, hey, you know, all these things went right for the Steelers. The, the line started blocking. The running backs started playing much better, et cetera. How much of that do you think is coincidental, and how much do you think it coincided very purposefully, or not purposefully, but very, uh, you know, obviously with Mason Rudolph taking over? Is he responsible for a lot of the things that people are citing that the whole offense is doing well? I think partly. I mean, I am not going to sit here and deny that the majority of this success has been because of that offensive line and running. But then you have to ask yourself, why all of a sudden these last two games, if you say Seattle stinks, Cincinnati stinks at running the ball, that could be one thing. But, you know, finally you have to respect a guy to be able to make some throws down the field. You can't really play a ton of man coverage. You have to play too high. You can't put that ninth guy in the box. Uh, you know, that's all nausea complained about for the majority of the year that he was just running into a wall uh, because there wasn't any room. Uh, Mason's been able to loosen it up just to say the reason why Mason has done so well, the Steelers have done so well, is because of the running game. I think is short-sighted here a little bit. I'm, like I said, I'm sure it has something to do with it, but Mason making throws down the field consistently – uh, George Pickens making big plays consistently has a lot to do with uh, how those guys are running. And we can't even discount the fact that there's confidence in these guys now. Now when George Pickens runs the ball, runs around, he's not saying, well, the ball's not going to get it thrown to me. The ball's not going to be thrown over my head. I have a chance to make a play. He's thinking, yeah, I can make a play. So you can't discount that either. So just to label Mason and this success of his offense because of two terrible teams, terrible defenses they played, and because the running back and the line are playing better, it's just ridiculous. I mean, it has something to do with it, but not all. Mark, uh, along those same lines, do you think the players in that locker room think that Mason Rudolph is better than Kenny Pickett because of everything you just said? Well, probably right now, absolutely. I mean, 
look what he's done over his last two weeks. I mean, that's that's all they care about. But do you think they felt that way about him as long like like you did? Like secretly, they watched him in training camp and preseason and said, "Well, you know what? I mean, if I had a vote, I I I take this guy over the other two. I don't know. I don't think initially. I mean, they're probably thinking, okay. I mean, look at Kenny. I mean, like he this is a guy that had a flawless preseason, yep. flawless off season. So there's nobody going to be talking junk on him going into the regular season. I'm sure halfway through, um, that might have changed. I mean, not everybody, certain guys, but um, everybody thinking that, saying, oh, yeah, I knew Mason can do this. They're just lying. I mean, they're just absolutely lying to your face because nobody thought he would be able to do what he can do, well, other than me, of course. Um, <laughs> so, no, I don't think so. I, I think they had full confidence in Kenny, maybe not as much as confidence in Mitch, but I think they definitely have full confidence in Mason before he, I mean, Mitch, uh, Kenny before he, you know, crapped the bed early in the season. How muddy do you think Mason's performance in these two games has made the waters at quarterback in the offseason? That's what Charlie Batch called it, Mark. He said it's muddied the waters. Absolutely. I muddy mean, waters. The problem is, is all of a sudden everything's in Mason's court, right? It's, it's his choice. If he doesn't want to come back, he can tell him to go stick it, right? Yeah, deal with Mitch and Kenny, right? I mean, I'm not sure if he'd do that or not, but you know, well, this is what I would do. I mean, I still, I truly believe that Kenny deserves another opportunity, a fair opportunity. I would love to see those two battle head to head in the off season, in the preseason. Him and Kenny. I'm Who do saying. you think would win? Mm, depends. Are we talking about preseason Kenny last year? I would say Kenny would well, win. Didn't you, say, didn't you say Mason, though, was the best guy all through camp? So it sounds like if they right. had a camp battle that you feel like Mason would have the edge there. Yeah, I mean, he was – I mean, especially two years ago, it wasn't even close in my eyes that Mason was better. But Kenny, I was pretty much reserved. that There's nothing that Mason was going to be able to do last this past year to be able to yeah. supplant Kenny. I mean – so uh, he played well, but it really didn't. It was a moot point to Mark me. Mark Batch said right that there. he doesn't. He's not sure that Mitch. I mean, that Mason would take a Mitch Trubisky contract. That he he thinks at this point he might think he's better than that. Oh, I would. It. I would try to get every every penny I can. That's why he came back. Right, he came back for a million bucks, basically guaranteed, because you know he thought he was going to be the commercial real estate agent come next year. So uh, how, how many opportunities is he going to get to actually? make uh, life-altering money or at least money that he might not have to work. But do you think the, the Steelers the have changed their minds on Pickett significantly in the last oh. couple of weeks because of how well the other guy has played relative to how think, he looked? Honestly, I don't know. They obviously liked him to draft him, but, I mean, things you hear rumblings of, if not everybody was 100% sold on him as of you know the past year or so, so I'm sure well, there's if the equipment that... manager was one of the people not sold on him, that's one thing. I think I would love to know who the people are who were not well, 100% you know, we're, sold. You're, you're probably looking at guys that you know weren't directly involved with uh, actually drafting him. So, well, you could probably say everybody except, you know, Colbert and Tomlin, right? Not everybody, but it could be scouts. would be interesting people if like the new that. regime wasn't as gung-ho, Colbert's replacement. The two the two prong replacement there in the form and, of Khan and Weidel. And another thing you got to think of is this soon to be named or yet to be named offensive coordinator might say, you know what, I'm not really into this Kenny thing. So that that could be play a part in it as well. 
Percentage um, chance Sullivan and or Faulkner are back next year, right now. I, I think they'll be back, just not in that role. Well, okay, I don't think they'll be in that, that they're role. back in that role next year. Nah, probably 20%. Interesting. Mark, you're – well, no, I have a very important question to ask you. You're going to Baltimore. Uh, you're going to yes. drive in a big Suburban. You're going to be plowing through Baltimore. the snow like it's uh, Escape from, from New York, like you're Kurt Russell <laughs> taking on the Duke, apparently. Pit beef is one big food down there, and crab cakes are the other. Pony – besmirched mm-hmm. you and said he just doesn't see you as a crab that's cake guy. That's not besmirching. That's just knowing. Well, well, I just think you are. Habits. I think you are a crab cake guy. I think you like the finer. You know, you like the regional dishes. No, the, he's not eating crab. The cakes. shrimp and, and cocktail sauce in Indy. Are you a crab cake guy, Mark? You know what? I can do. I, you know, I can live or die with it. it. Doesn't really matter with crab cakes. I'm not a huge fan. However, I am a big seafoods guy. I'm a big shrimp guy. I'm like Costanza when it comes to shrimp. Oh, my, especially shrimp scampi. A lobster, a little overrated, but you make a good uh, uh, lobster roll. I'm not going to turn that down. I'm a, I'm a good uh, whitefish type of guy, like a sea bass or a mm. halibut or something like that. But you give me you give me shrimp. It, it's just over. So you over. walk into a random restaurant, and you're like, you got any good sea bass? Oh, my wife had oh, sea bass what? the other night. Don't, don't na- knock Chilean sea bass. It's fantastic. I judge. It's I understand fantastic. that. I've had it. It's very good. But, like, it's hard for me to imagine people going in and judging a restaurant on the quality of their halibut. I, I happen to oh, agree with Mark on that. Unbelievable. Sometimes, you know, you just eat too much red meat and steak, and you need a good piece of fish. And that's a good piece of meaty fish right there, let me tell you that. Mark, I would guess you think, even though they're questionable, Mika and Robert <laughs> still play tomorrow. Yeah, I think they I think they both play. They they brought up the other two, the just in case factor, you know, yeah. if a landing gets hurt, then you got miles to go to. Same with Minka. So that should definitely help out their defense. I mean everything's absolutely lined up for the Steelers to go in there and, and whip them. Which is the why you're picking left. the Ravens. I'm probably, you know, it's going to be close. I don't think they're going to go in there and just walk all over him and, you know, uh, throw Kenny. I wonder if Kenny would come in and mop up duties there, you know, at the end. <laughs> no, I don't think that will happen. <laughs> I think it, I think it will be a one-possession type of game, regardless who who plays for them. I've seen it way too many times with this, not only this rivalry, but with quarterbacks like RG3, Ryan Mallett, um, maybe Troy Smith. I mean, you know, Charlie on the flip side of that and, Maybe Dennis Dixon too. Jacksonville or Tennessee. I uh, see. I think uh, Vrabel's just yapping his, using his yapper a little bit too much. I think Jacksonville wins that game. I'm a little worried about. I'm a little worried about the Miami game just for the fact that Miami just doesn't beat Buffalo. I think it was 12 out of the last 14. Miami have lost to them, so. Uh, that's a, that's a difficult one. But if you do get the Jaguars to lose, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that fifth option of the Broncos-Raiders scenario and the and Steelers then, lose. Yeah, then that so game that on could Saturday happen. wouldn't but have mattered. I, I do think the best best situation would be Miami winning. I mean, they got everything to play for going to Buffalo. They're, Mike they Mike Buffalo? Seems like it, yeah, I'm just saying, you know, I, I don't know. Is it going to be sunny down there? I'm not sure. All right, enough. All right, Mark, enjoy uh, plowing through the snow with your Suburban. All right. Hey, hey Pony, the game's on Saturday, I not know. Sunday. Too. Thank you. Appreciate right. it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The text is on the Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line. Edgar Snyder reminds you to text responsibly. Steelers and Ravens. Tomorrow afternoon. And without any further ado, Donnie Football gives you the biggest game within the game. The mega matchups for the Steelers and Ratbirds. I mean, you guys talked about it a little bit earlier. uh, And I I think it is uh, a pretty big thing, especially given the style that Mason Rudolph plays. I think the easiest thing here uh, is just keeping that guy upright. Uh, We know the weather won't be great, so we don't know how many times the Steelers are going to put the ball through the air. But I think you keep this guy upright and the offense continues to move. Uh, We don't know, uh, besides a couple of guys that are uh, dinged up in the secondary, uh, Humphrey and Hamilton, who else will be out uh, on that Ravens defense. But one of the crews that will be probably more at full strength are the guys that get after the quarterback. Uh, Big Michael Pierce, that huge nose. You're going to see a guy tomorrow that wears 58 for the Ravens and say, holy cow, that guy's really big. Uh, it's that guy. Uh, you got Clowney, Kyle Van Noy. Uh, he's having a pretty good season. What do you think season. Michael Pierce's listed height and weight are? Are they you have Casey it Hampton-like up? numbers? I do have it pulled up. He's definitely taller than Hampton, I want to say. I feel like he's like 6'2 or 3. And, he, six, and then 6'1 to go, 75. What? He's a nose tackle. <laughs> I'm going to go like th- 335. Six feet tall, 355. 355. That five and eight are stretching. Man, so he is pretty close to Hampton. Big Hampton snack. was like 6'1", 320, and that 320 was the funniest part. And I, I think the 6'1 the part might be kind of funny, too. Correct. I didn't think he was that tall. They lead the league in sacks. And other than their their other nose tacklers had a huge year, I don't think he'll play. I think they'll they'll rest him. I think some combination of Van Noy and Owe from Penn State, who's blossomed. Pearl Football Focus loves him this year. Clowney's had his best year in like... In ages. Yes. He looks like very early in his career. Uh, Houston Texans, Jadavion Clowney. So, hey, Broderick Jones has played well the last couple of weeks. I always hold my breath with Dan Moore. It is a big assignment for those guys. But you can run on the Ravens. At least that's what the last two teams showed. They're 27th in the league in yards per attempt allowed. Yeah. They're giving up four and a half a rip. Problem is, teams fall behind so much against the Ravens, they can't stick to the run. Steelers didn't have that problem when they played here earlier in the season. And uh, they shouldn't have this problem with Tyler Huntley and backups playing. I will give a bonus game within the game. I've got one, too. I'll give it a mini matchup. Donnie does mega, I'll do mini. Can I do microscopic matchup? Of course. Thank you. Tyler Linderbaum against Keanu Benton. Oh, I like that matchup. I want Benton there, to There's w- a couple of old high school wrestlers going Let's at it there. Let's get Linderbaum out there, and I think, you know what will be a loud, uh, I won't even say vocal minority when it's all said and done. Mm. If this continues with Kenny Pickett this way, will the next should have taken Creed Humphrey over Pat Fryermuth be 
should have taken Linderbaum over yes. Pickett. I think there's already some of that. Uh, yeah, I, I think gonna there's going to be a lot more. And uh, I think Benton, because he doesn't play a position where he gets the snaps as the other guys, and it's not so obvious on tape like it is with Porter, play to play, I think Benton is a star in the making. I think he's a Hargrove type, Hargrave type. And I think he's going to grab that uh, torch from Cam Hayward in the next couple of years and be an all-pro caliber defensive tackle. And here's a chance for him to go up against another great interior lineman tomorrow. So there's I, mine. I probably would have been happy with Linderbaum in the draft, quite honestly. I hope Benton whoops his ass just to make me feel better about that. Even, so do I. Even though knowing Linderbaum's really good. I've got one more, a microscopic matchup here. Uh, Mike Sullivan's the play caller on game day. We know Mike Tomlin takes a big role on plays that are pivotal. He tells you what he wants, and then you pick from the menu of that kind of play. It's going to be, I think, a scheme game, though, when there's so many Ravens backups in. Mike Sullivan versus Mike McDonald, their defensive coordinator. I want to see the chess match play out a little bit here because I don't think that they are going to go vanilla on their schemes. Everybody, I was just going to ask you that. Do they even? No, because everybody knows what you run already on uh, defense. It's yeah, week it's, week, it's week 18. Yeah. So they're going to still run their usual exotic stuff as much as they feel comfortable running with backups. Can Mike Sullivan dial up the right stuff at the right time? Because Orlovsky has been giving the Steelers a lot of praise for tweaking their play calling just enough these last two weeks to really help them. Mega matchups. Donnie Football's expertise. 412-928-9370 if you want to join in the conversation. By the way, speaking of mega matchups and Donnie, uh, a lunatic fringe, unhinged listener, Johnny the Barber. If the Steelers make the playoffs, mm-hmm. he has to honor his bet and get Donnie's face tattooed on his body. Remember that. That was a wager that do we, we agreed upon. Should, well, I don't really want to see Johnny August. the Barber's ass, but do we want him to get Donnie's face tattooed on his ass like Roy Orbison? I'm going to leave that up to him. If he wants to get it on his face, Mike, Mike Tyson, uh, Mike Tyson style? style, by all means. And it's the Donnie avatar from the Wing It thing, right? It is. Yep. Like the cartoon looking picture. What if he got it like tattooed on his face around his actual face so that every time and he if talked, the Steelers your face would change a little bit <laughs> as the beanie on top? <laughs> yeah. If the Steelers lose and miss the playoffs, or I guess they could lose and still make You it. have to buy your way out of whatever bet you made with him by just donating to a No, I bank. have to put a picture of him, I think, in studio every time we do our show. Oh, yeah. And there's like those little plastic Kenny Pickett hands that he hands out. Yeah, I still like that one on his end. Like, if you lose this thing, it will be funny. Just a picture. Is it going to be him in the camo and everything? Is he going to take like a glamour shot at the mall and then put no, the No, it's his hand? high school football picture. What I'm position did he play? Left or right bench? Oh, man. I got I to antagonize him. I know he's listening. He went and played at Steubenville back in the day when they were really the big red. Roll, red, roll. Yeah. Whoa, that's a powerhouse. That was, that's exactly right. So if he played for them, he was legit. I would think so. Man, that that was a powerhouse you're getting, program. You're getting a hat for them back in the – how old is – I mean, it's hard to tell what Johnny's aged in. I mean, he could be 80 – no, he, he's probably in his there's, 50s. There's some hard living there. 50s? But, That'd sure. be my guess. So, okay, he was playing for them in the 80s, right? Yeah. What was Steubenville football back then? I'm probably a powerhouse. What well, else is there to do in Steubenville? Cross the river into West Virginia or Donnie, Pennsylvania? Donnie, our friend Jack Hillgrove covers that team. The legendary Bill Hillgrove's grandson. 
Is, is he covering Steubenville High School football games like they're a college program? Are they a big deal there? Uh, they, they cover a lot of those teams like around there. Is Bill Steinbach doing like on-site reporting? Oh, we need Steiny on the sideline. We've got that one's a car crash level hit. <laughs> Caution flags are out as the medical staff is out to attend. He's favoring his left leg. <laughs> remember, <laughs> remember Starkey's just open disdain for Steinbach and the way the guy would mail in producing assignments yes. for their show. Yes, and I can't even say I completely disagree with Joe on that. Joe likes to talk to his producers, especially when he's on solo. I get it. You want to create that, like, idea that it's a multi-person sort of thing. And he would throw something over to Steiny, like, and Steiny would just go, and I can hear that voice perfectly. <laughs> bad. Oh, absolutely. Oh, totally, Joe. Yeah, absolutely. And he's, he's thinking of a 1989 Mercury Cougar and trying to, like, you know, with white wall tires or something. And Joe is asking him about, like, a, a football game he's never seen. He's trying to figure out if he could still get Grease 2 on Blu-ray. <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> Oh, Olivia Newton John, absolutely, Joe. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.